Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Cast Conversations. As always, I'm joined by the the perfect Phil. All right, that was a boring <laughs> one. Uh, but uh, today we have the honor to be joined by Mitchell. He was uh, Bell. Correct me if I get this wrong, Mitchell. Bell Services and Dispatch. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. Bell Service yep. Dispatch. And he was at uh, Yacht and Beach Club Resorts. So, which Yacht Club is my personal favorite resort. I, I love it. I like the yacht as well. Yeah. Did you Did you like those resorts? Like, did you know ahead of time that you enjoyed those, or, or did you not have an opinion? Um. So I didn't know of either one of the resorts before I came to Disney. Uh, the first thing I did was go online to YouTube because I knew somebody probably made a vlog about it, and mm-hmm. I saw Tim. I saw Tim Tracker made a vlog about it. And that got me super excited. And I don't think it was until about three to four months into my program that I really had a favorite of the two. And I would probably say Yacht Club is my favorite out of the two. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 a really nice uh, mm-hmm. resort. And, and so you kind of touch, touched on it a little bit there, but how did you first get interested in the Disney College program? Um, actually, my friend Jack, uh, he did the program, I th- believe in, well, he did two programs. He did one in 2016. Um, they were both in 2016, actually. And he, I visited him during both of his programs, and I was like, man, this is great. Like, I, I kind of got, got the Disney bug. You know, I, I went home. For and I sure. Like, I was like, man, I need to go back. Like, I, I don't have anything, <laughs> I don't have anything exciting like this in my life. And I was just like. I was I was graduating and I had nothing to do, so I was just like, I'm I'm gonna just you know apply and see what happens, and then I got it. Oh yeah, that makes sense. So were you super nervous during your application process, or were you pretty calm and confident during it? Well, it was one of those things where I was already graduated, so I kind of um, it, it, I just was like, you know, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, it's whatever. Um, so I wasn't too nervous during the application process, but during the interviews, I was a little bit nervous for that. Um, I watched a few videos before to prepare and that it kind of made me a little bit nervous, but other than that, it was pretty fun. For sure. Yeah. I've definitely found that that generally helps watching some YouTube videos, getting an understanding of what it's going to be like and things like that. Yeah. One of the, one of the biggest, uh, takeaways I took from one of the videos was, Whenever you're talking to the interviewer, even though it's a phone interview, you should smile. And I thought that was one of the best things I took away was, um, you know, you sound a lot happier if you're smiling on the phone, even if they can't see you, even if you feel silly, you just you sound a lot more happy. And I thought that was, that was some good advice. So uh, do you remember what roles you were interested in during your application? Yeah, I was really interested in attractions and character performer. And I had no idea really what the character performer, you know, what the tryouts were going to be like or anything. And I didn't find out until later that I actually would have had to travel to do those. So I was kind of bummed out about that. But uh, the attractions, I was I'm still interested in doing that if I ever go back one day. But the thing about attractions is, you know, which one are you going to get? That's that's a big question. Exactly. That's I got mini golf. So it was kind (laughs) of. uh... It was weird, but I ended up enjoying it. But yeah, you never know what attraction you're going to get. It could be all. It could be a range of all over the place. Yeah, and that was one thing that I was like, 
you know, at the time when I was applying, I was just kind of like whatever job they would give me, I would even do quick service or um, custodial or anything. I just wanted, I just wanted to work for Disney. That was my main concern. Yeah, that makes sense. So uh, what are some things that you think helped your phone interview besides watching the YouTube videos? Was there anything else you did? Um, I talked to my, a few of my friends who previously did them and they said, just, they said, make, you know, like make a list of things, uh, questions that you have. And, and that really helped me. They kind of uh, went through some of the questions that they asked, but then it like, you know, every interview is obviously going to be a little bit different. And I kind of made a quick list of things uh, with lists of things to talk about, you know, and went from there. And I, if I th- if I didn't have a list, honestly, I probably would have been lost in the whole phone interview thing. But so do you have so uh, maybe for some people that are now a little worried and feeling lost, do you have any tips you could give them? Yeah, I would say just, you know, be yourself, uh, be positive. Don't be scared. They they like happy and energetic people. So as long as you're happy, energetic, you seem like a kind and nice person. You seem like you can talk to people. If you really have good communication skills and you feel like you can talk to, you know, a random stranger that has, you know, they might come up and ask you random questions about the park. You know, if you feel like you can talk to them and not be nervous or whatever, I think you'll do just fine. Um, I would just yeah, take notes. I, I agree with yeah, I would just, you know, take notes and just kind of, um ask a lot of questions and you'll be you'll be just fine yeah take notes is a big a big uh key of advice Mm -hmm. um that especially i don't know if you mentioned this you might have or maybe we talked about it on a different episode writing down your um the the name of the person that's interviewing you Mm -hmm. is big yeah that is big and i remember one thing um she said at the very beginning of her interview that she was in the armed services and one big thing that I did was at the very end of the interview, I said, thank you for serving our country. And I think that really stuck with her and made her, you know, realize like I was the right person to be for a candidate. Yeah, that's awesome. So it's just, I think it's just small stuff like that, that you can kind of make yourself stick out from the other, the other people that are applying. Um, they, like I said, they just want friendly and, and nice people. And I think that's, that's the biggest thing is if you can make yourself seem and like attractive in that way yeah that's yeah, that's yeah. great advice so uh moving on to about after you got accepted uh did you meet your roommates online beforehand or how did you do it i did not honestly um i thought about it but it was kind of a long process um i didn't really know anyone who was doing the program at the time um and funny enough we had about three my first apartment was six guys and we had about three of them meet up and, and kind of exchange information and, and they chose to live together. And the rest of us were just kind of random. And it really worked out like we could not have gotten a better group of guys. Like, you know, of course, you ha- you know, every once in a while you have a little bit of drama, but we had a blast. Like my first program was so much fun. I never really had too many problems with my roommates. And, you know, a lot of people don't have very many problems, but sometimes you'll hear, I guess it all just depends on your luck. It's all kind of luck of the draw. Um, but if you do know people that are going to do the program, even if you just know them a little bit, it's better to know just one or two people than to go in there blind. You know, I think I just got lucky. Yeah, that's very, very possible. It's, it's scary going in and being uncertain about everything. So 
Um, yeah, but kind of moving forward with that then, uh, what are some of the fun things you did with your roommates outside of Disney or even in Disney? So outside of Disney, um, we, I, was, I was with a group of guys and we were all uh, 21, so we were allowed to go out to the bars and clubs and that was a lot of fun. Um, but we also, you know, they, when we first did our traditions, they told us, you know, don't be scared to go to other theme parks, you know, don't be scared to go to Universal or, or do other things. And one of the first things I did was buy Universal annual, annual pass. And that was awesome. I mean, I went by myself all the time. I'm, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. So I obviously, what's your, what's your house? house? Uh, Slytherin. Slytherin. But sometimes I get Ravenclaw. I've taken it multiple times, but mostly Slytherin. Okay, I'm a Hufflepuff. Oh Phil yeah. Phil probably doesn't. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. If it... <laughs> yeah, and also, um, Halloween Horror Nights was going on like shortly after we started our program, and that, oh my gosh, if you like spooky season at all, I would highly recommend to check it out because they're doing Stranger Things, right? Yeah, yeah, they did it last year too. So this is the second year they're doing it, and I really want to go this year. I don't know if I'll be able to. Um, I still have some friends from my first program that still live down there. So I really want to visit them. But I, oh my gosh, that was so much fun. Like it, that's, it was just like a huge thing. It was like, oh, who's going to, uh, who's going to Horror Nights tonight? Like, let's, let's go tonight. Like it was like every night the question was who's going to Horror Nights. So for the people that may not know, do you kind of want to give them a little bit of an explanation of what Horror Night is like? Yeah. So it's basically, um, you know, you have at Disney, you have Mickey's Not So Scary, which is basically for kids where you trick or treat um, and do all the fun Halloween stuff. But then for the teenagers or adults that love horror movies or love anything horror related, they have Horror Nights. And it's basically a very well done haunted house. Um, but it's not just one house. I think last year they probably had about like seven or eight houses. Um, and they use popular um, pop culture, like Stranger Things. Uh, they used Halloween last year. Um, they, they did it guys. once, right? They did what? Uh, did they do it once, or am I just making that up? Um, I'm sure they probably have. Uh, I, I don't know if they're doing that this year, but they did Poltergeist last year, and that was really scary. It was a good time. And they did a, a few like smaller-known movies. Like I don't know if you've seen Trick or Treat, but they did that no. one. Yeah, that that that's actually a really good uh, horror movie if you like. It's a it's a very interesting horror movie, but they it's not all horror stuff. Like they had this one house that was one of my favorites. It was uh, uh I can't remember the name something cinema, and it was basically like B movies. So like just really cheesy horror movies was the theme. So you know you had like like a Yeti in there and like a bunch of just cheesy like horror movie. Um, people jumping out at you like there was like a barber like a uh, a barber there that was like had scissors that were all bloody and it was it was just fun it was and it was what was, was that one called i think it was like slaughter cinema okay yeah i was looking it up right now so phil and i can watch it later interesting oh it was awesome and while you're waiting in line they have like all these cheesy horror movies playing it was so much fun that's cool <laughs> that is um so I guess kind of switching away from that a little bit. I know you, you mentioned a second ago that uh, you were interested in going to a character audition. Uh, if you were to be a character, which one would you have chosen? Or if you got to choose? Well, if I was going to be like a fur character, I mean, I don't think I have the face for a face character. But <laughs> I, 
but I would probably choose Woody because, um, you know, I've heard some people that are, uh, have, have been friends with Woody in the past and they really liked it. It's, it's a pretty easy job. And he's one of my favorite, like, I remember as a kid going to Disney, one of my favorite memories was just meeting Woody and Buzz. And so I think that would be insane if I could just, you know, be on the opposite side of the stage on that one. Yeah, yeah. There, there wasn't a correct answer, but you answered correctly. <laughs> yeah, Woody, Woody's a big pick or a good pick. Yeah, I can see that. Whole, uh, I don't know if you guys heard of, I don't know if this is, there was a myth that if you said Andy's coming, they would fall on the ground. I don't know if that's true or not. Oh, okay. So I, here's, I tried it. I did it. I'll, I'll give it. I did it like four or five years ago, probably. And so I, I went up to Buzz. It was outside of Space Ranger Spin, and I shouted, "Andy's coming!" And then and the Photo Pass photographer turned around and said, "Andy's at college." I wanted to be like, <laughs> and, and I was. I wanted to be like, "It's summertime. It's summer break." Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so he he said, "Andy's at college." Buzz like had me come over and made me do 10 push-ups and uh so it was kind of a cool experience but not what i was expecting <laughs> well on the other side of that i worked in uh toy story land doing photo pass a lot and so i had people yelling that all the time <laughs> all the time like seriously in a in a session it would have been if i was there for an hour rotation i probably heard it like 30 plus times really yeah so it it's, got old it got old what quick. was what was the response uh, I don't see him. Uh, he's at college. Mm-hmm. Andy's not here. We would hear him. We would feel the shake, like, because we're toys. We're small. We're the we're the same size as grass. We'd feel the shake if Andy was coming. So, <laughs> so Mitchell, would you have done it? Would you have fell to the floor? Uh, if, well, I think, if you were buddy? I, I think it's a contract thing. Honestly, if I'm being honest, yeah, uh, it's true. You know, I've heard a lot of things about not even just Disney characters, but just characters in general. They're not allowed some things that they aren't allowed to do. You remember like the Squidward dab thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we were at Universal this past year, and we were like Squidward dab, and he did like a little like half dab. I wish I could show you, but like it was like a little half dab, and then he like shook his finger at us, and we just thought it was so funny. And um, also, I've heard they've had troubles with like uh, Gaston doing push-ups. Do you remember when? Uh, did you ever hear about that? No, I saw, I saw the video of somebody like challenging t- challenging oh, him to him? a push-up contest. Gaston, Gaston beat him. He ended up doing one-handed push. Oh yeah, I've seen that video. Yeah, yeah, that guy like had massive arms, and he could just do push-ups all day long. And I think the thing, what the thing of the thing was, is that they, uh, he, he would just do so many push-ups in the day. Like after a while, he's like, no, like no more, like, no more push-ups. And, yeah, that it's got to get old quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like uh, Equity Ben. Do you know who that is? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, apparently he's not allowed to interact with the crowd anymore, which is kind of sad. But oh, that's so disappointing because uh, he was—he was like kind of popular on like, I think I think he was on like TikTok a few times. Yeah, yeah. actually, I knew the the guy that filmed him, uh, JoJo. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he um was good friends with one of my friends, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, um, but we'll we'll stop here really quick. We're gonna throw it to a quick break. Um. We get to hear Phil and I read some beautiful ad reads, and then we'll be back in a few minutes to keep talking with Mitchell. Hey, Phil, do you like Disney things? I mean, have you seen my room? Okay, you're right, you're right. Do you like an assortment of Disney gadgets, gizmos, who's-its, what's-its, and thingamabobs? Yeah, of course. Well, then you should head on over to Treasures Untold Thrift on Instagram. They have over 30 things on their website and on their page of different who's-its, what's-its, and 
all things Disney. I mean, sounds like the website for me. It's personally. the website for you. Uh, their things are not expensive at all, uh, ranging from uh, a few dollars to twenty dollars. Um, their newest thing is a Winnie the Pooh cake pan that was uploaded on August sixteenth. So everything's new um, and fresh, and they're they're helping to keep things out of the landfill by reusing for resale. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like they're constantly posting new things. So, and uh, you told me your favorite thing was the uh, the Sorcerer Mickey. Yeah, they got a Sorcerer Mickey coin bank on there. Do you have anything else you like on there? Um, yeah, I like the uh, they have like a the storm. Wait, what's her name? Um, uh, Captain I'm, Phasma. Yeah, yeah, Captain Phasma mug, which yeah. I thought was pretty cool. They also have a um, oh, our guest Madison would like this. They have a Kermit uh, Mickey ear oh, type yeah. thing. So yeah, head on over there. Um, we're gonna be doing a giveaway with them, so keep a lookout for that. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank you to our friends over at Wicked Good for sponsoring today's episode. Wicked Good is a fragrance company that is brewed and bottled in the Witty City. They make a lot of natural scents as well as uh, a lot of Disney-inspired scents. I know two of my personal favorites are the Flight of Passage scent as well as the Pirates of the Caribbean water scent. Uh, Phil, you want to talk a little bit about your favorite? Yeah, my favorite's actually the Grand Floridian one. It's one of my favorite scents all around Disney parks. Uh, but we actually partnered with Wicked Good so that you can get 15% off just for listening to this episode today. Make sure to use the discount code CAST15 at your purchase, and we'll also throw the link in down in the description of this episode as well. You can also find it on all of our social media pages as well if you want to check it out there. Yeah, and a few great things about Wicked Good is all of their fragrances are handcrafted. Uh, They make one bottle at a time, and they also do samples if you want to try before you buy. Yeah, so... Make sure to go check out Wicked Good. Thank you, guys. Welcome back, everyone. And we're going to continue right along with Mitchell. Kind of continue with our college program questions a little bit. Um, So starting it off, have you ever considered working for the Walt Disney Company again? I have. I, you know, it's something that I kind of right now I'm I'm searching for jobs as as we speak and and it's always something that comes over my mind. I always kind of think about it and I think about what I would be doing. And that is where I kind of get stopped right there is where I think like, you know, what would I actually do? And I kind of get lost in that train of thought because there's there's so many jobs that you can do. And, you know, finding the right one for you is kind of that's that's the hardest part. And you, luckily, one of my friends just recently got a job for this uh, safari at animal kingdom and she Mm -hmm. loves it so like if i could find a job like that i would always you know i would definitely consider going back yeah i i knew someone in one of my classes when i was at disney that uh was a driver for the safari and she was terrified to do it and i wanted i wanted to tell her i was like i'll switch jobs with you in a heartbeat seriously i want to do that so bad but yeah yeah, so there is just so many different opportunities that disney has and it's it's kind of hard to just know where to even start looking yeah so did you have a favorite sorry go ahead go ahead oh i was just gonna say and then there's the other option of actually working for like team disney like corporate disney which is a whole nother ballpark um so did you have a favorite part of the college program in particular Uh, yeah um so i did two programs i did one in the fall and one in the spring and my spring program or sorry, my fall program was probably the best fall I've had probably in my entire life. Like 
just getting there in Orlando, meeting all the people um, my same age. And, and since I was done with college, since I already graduated, it was the closest thing I could get to going back to college without actually, you know, going back to college. Sure. And that's definitely one of the perks is you're with, you know, you stay, if you stay in the Disney dorms, you're, you're in those apartment complexes with all the people your same age and your same interests, you know, every, pretty much everyone there just absolutely loves Disney. So you always have something to talk about and you always, you know, what do you want to do today? Well, let's go to magic kingdom. Like, yeah, why not? You know? And that's definitely, that was all like completely new to me at the time. And I think it, it stuck with me so long, just growing these uh, relationships with people that all have the same, like similar interests, you know? Yeah, I agree. Especially with what you said about, like, hey, let's just go to the Magic Kingdom because that was like one of my favorite things. Just be like, okay, I'm not in a good mood today. I'm I'm just gonna go to Animal Kingdom for fun. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm just, I'm the type of person that can do it by myself as well. Like, I, oh, I don't need anyone. Same. There. I went to the parks alone all the time. Yeah, I enjoyed it actually. Yeah, because you don't have anyone, you know, asking what you're gonna do next. You know, you just make your own plan. It's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty relaxing actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so kind of. Uh, moving along away from the college program questions, going to ask you more role specific questions um, related to bell service and dispatch. So just in general, I'm sure a lot of people know what bell service is, but what could you explain what dispatch is? Yeah, sure. So a lot of people get confused. Like when I tell people that I'm bell services, they're like, oh, so you carry luggage to people's rooms. Actually, that's actually the bell men position. So I was the dispatch. So I'm basically kind of a front desk agent where I stand behind a desk all day and answer phone calls and thinking of it as like 911 dispatch. So I always have like a funny little analogy that's like uh, the luggage is the fire hose and the guests are the fire. And we... (laughs) And we're just telling, you know, the bellmen who are the firefighters where to take the hose, you know. So, like, we're just right. we're, we're, we're taking calls all day and just saying, like, okay, you need to send this to room, like, 1021 or whatever. And that's pretty much what we do all day. Um, but it was kind of the job was a lot more than that. There was another shift. Um, a lot of people probably don't know this as well. Uh, one of your shifts is called transfers. And that's where you actually load up a van full of luggage and take it to all every single resort across property. So the guests would drop off their luggage, and you'd ask them, like, where are you going today? And they'd be like, oh, I'm going to uh, Pop Century. So then you load up all their luggage with all these other guest luggages and take them to, you know, Pop Century, Animal Kingdom Lodge. So I got to drive around property all over the place and just deliver luggage all day. It's pretty physically demanding, honestly. Yeah, it makes sense. Um so how did you feel when a family would show up with like a million bags or I mean since you didn't really <laughs> carry the bags but well you know it was it, it was an untipped roll so you don't get any of the tips so you kind of oh. just yeah so no matter no matter what you did you you got paid the same amount so <laughs> you're not really looking at the luggage too friendly in situations like that because you know, if you have a hundred bags and you only have eight hours to deliver them to like, like 10 resorts, you know, it gets a little bit difficult to get it all done at one time. Right. But, some, right. but sometimes, you know, there's a luggage room shift where all you're doing is just storing luggage in the luggage room all day. And, you know, sometimes those shifts can be kind of easy. You can kind of, um, 
you know, to just kind of take your own time. I mean, sometimes you'll, you got to kind of be a little bit fast paced. You don't get like a thousand bags in front of the bell stand, but you know, if you're a type of guy that just has to be on his feet all day and, and moving and carrying stuff, it's definitely the perfect role for you. Like a lot of people don't like to sit behind a desk all day. And that's definitely one of them that you're pretty active throughout the day. So, you know, sure. in that aspect, in that aspect, I kind of liked it. So did you ever get offered tips, but then you had to turn them down? Yeah. So it's a really funny thing that you, you really do get handed a lot of money whenever you work as a, um, as a bell service dispatch and you can't accept any of them. It's, it's in your contract that you have to give them all to the, the bellman. And, <laughs> you know, it's, it kind of, it's not very much fun, but you, you just get used to it after a while. I'm sure that is probably pretty disappointing to have to see all the money you could have just yeah, leave. That's, that's really frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes uh, if you have a cool leader, sometimes they'll take the money that you earned and they'll like buy pizza for everyone. It all just kind of depends on what's going on that day. Oh, Thank you, everyone. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome yeah. for this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a different type of job, but it was fun. So, did you ever encounter any like rude people? Because I'm sure there was a lot of tired guests. Oh, all the time. So we don't. A lot of people don't realize that we do more than just luggage. We actually deal with groceries as well. Oh, so you get true. you get families that are ordering, you know, eight bags of groceries, and if one bag's missing, you know, that family gets pretty upset yeah and so there were very many times where i had very upset guests that were not so kind to me that would basically say you know where's my milk or where's my blah blah, blah. i can't <laughs> feed my kids tonight like and you know it's companies like amazon that are dropping these groceries off so we we have no idea like we we don't even all we do is store them basically so we can't even all we have to say is um call amazon back I, like i don't know like right a lot of times you're just don't, me- don't shoot the messenger <laughs> yeah you're like don't shoot them yeah it's like call amazon like we have nothing to do with it like so yeah i got i got a lot of complaints like that and sometimes at guests um sorry at the bell stand you get guests complain about like like parks like wait times and stuff i would get guests <laughs> that would be like wait times were ridiculous today and i'm just like okay uh, i'll give you a fast pass right back to your room (laughs) (laughs) and that's the thing like we couldn't even give out fast passes we had to um we had to like forward them to the concierge like so we would constantly just point them to the concierge and that's all we could do it was all out of our hands that's uh that's actually very interesting i didn't even know people ordered groceries to be honest i didn't know that was oh lots lots of groceries um it's and sometimes packages too. Like sometimes people will be like, I'm here for my, you know, like they'll they'll order like medications and I'll come to the bell stand. Wow. Interesting. So uh, uh I get so I guess those are kind of interesting things. But did you ever what were some of the most interesting things you saw in your role? Like anything out of the ordinary that people may have brought with them to Disney or anything oh, like that? Oh my gosh. One time so I mentioned the transfer shift where you load all the luggage and send it to other resorts. I'm not even joking. One time we had a guest have us transfer a bag of trash to another resort. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> a bag of trash. And then one time uh, I talked. So if you talk to the bellman, if you ever want to be entertained for hours, you could talk to the bellman at any of the resorts. They will tell you crazy stories. One bellman, <laughs> 
one bellman actually said that a guest came with a suitcase full of snakes and asked them oh. to hold the snakes. Oh, and did no. he? Or no, she? They, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't. That's hilarious. But, yeah, you'll get like, oh, you'll get crazy stuff. Like some sometimes people will just like have you hold like bags of chips or like <laughs> like just crazy stuff. Like sometimes, you know, they're going to be in the park all day and they'll leave their backpack and you're like, I think you need your backpack at the parks. Like, I don't understand. Like, if you've ever been to a Disney park, you probably need a backpack, you know? So I will say like those weird things that happen, something I can relate to is when I would do photo pass, sometimes people would give me their camera and show me how to use it. And I'm like, I know how to use a camera. Like, <laughs> it's like you're preaching to the choir, the choir right here. Yeah. It gets kind of scary because sometimes we'll have guests be like, um, my son's EpiPen is back there and I need it. Or like my my grandfather's heart medication is back there. Jeez. And you're oh. just like, oh, man, this is not good. Like, if you lose something, it could be catastrophic. Yeah, that's that's kind of kind of eerie a little bit. So yeah. in your position, was there a lot of drama or was it pretty tame? Oh man, the drama, the drama that comes from this, the college program students is insane. Not even them, like even the full timers, like the people in their 40, like they're 40 years old making drama. Like, I don't know what it is about the Disney environment, but there's so much drama like involved. <laughs> yeah, I saw a lot of that at my position as well. It was it was very weird how much drama there was among cast members. And it's it's all people in probably 40s to 60s. Yep. It's very interesting. Mm -hmm. And it's like nothing you can say is like a secret. Or like you can't keep any yeah. secrets or anything like that. So this is kind of a um, another off-the-wall question. But what are your opinions on the smell of the Yacht Club? So that's actually very interesting. Um, the Yacht Club, I... When I first started working there, I did smell the smell, but you know, it goes away after about probably three, three to four weeks. And the yacht club smell is not as strong as the beach club smell, which um, the yacht club kind of smells like mahogany, like fresh wood. And the beach club smell kind of smells like sunscreen and like aloe. And I really like the yacht club one a, a little bit better because it's, it's like a subtle smell, you know? And right. it just kind of smells like you're like on, like you're literally on a ship, like on the ocean or something. And I like that a lot better. Like the beach club kind of just like hits you right in the face. And <laughs> it's just like, it's like someone squirting some aloe right in, like under your nose. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't, that is an odd smell. And they, with the yacht club, that's part of the reason it's one of my favorite resorts is just the smell. Um, adds to the effect so much there mm -hmm. have you ever smelled the christmas smell that they put in there no i have not no. yeah so around christmas time they pump in like a gingerbread smell oh yeah that's it, really cool it's nice it's it's nice for like the first you know week but after after a while there was literally some people at the beach club that were like clogging like taping the drains or the uh the air ducts closed because they were tired of the smell after a while. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> so also, I don't know if you have an opinion, but personally my favorite resort scent is pop century. Uh, do you have a favorite scent for the resorts? So it's either between art of animation or 
probably art of animation or poly the poly the poly polynesian has a really good smell that one is good yeah and fun fact you can actually buy the beach club smell um at one of the disney the co-op marketplace yeah the the place in disney springs i I think it's called like uh co-op marketplace i know the exact (laughs) place i'm a big smell guy so (laughs) Mm -hmm. what's your favorite ride smell flight of passage hands down flight of passage so do you recognize that that smells also on soren uh yeah it's in the fiji part isn't it yeah yeah yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm a big flight of passage guy <laughs> uh we did a giveaway and we actually gave away one of the um uh, one of the sprays we had was flight of passage scent because someone someone told me that worked at flight of passage they said that the place that they get the smell from sells them the soren and the flight of passage scents mm. same mm-hmm. company yeah and the one for beach club is very similar to that smell oh really yeah, it's it's pretty similar. It's not the same, but it's pretty similar. I'll have to check it out. Probably that like aloe scent. Yeah. Now, do you think the um this is a debatable, but do you think the haunted mansion has a smell? We've talked about yeah, this we before. Did talk about that. Okay, so I I don't know if it has a smell per se, or if it's just the building smells. You know what I, I mean? That makes sense. I, yeah, I, I think I, I think the building just smells like old. Yeah. It, yeah. It's weird because it, it does kind of smell like this is super weird, but it does kind of smell like a funeral home. Yeah, like, in a sense. It, mm-hmm. it, yeah, like, it smells like dead roses or like it smells like like <laughs> I don't even know. Just musty, I guess, is the right word. It smells very musty. Yeah, so do you think that it does smell like it's being pumped out of scent or is it just an old building? I don't know. See, that's the thing. I actually had the... Um, opportunity to do a backstage tour of there and they never they never talked about the smell and like i couldn't figure it out like i think i think you're right i think it's just a musty building and i think whenever they pump the air through the building i think it just kind of smells like that so when you were in the backstage tour because my roommate did it too did you get to smell the like changing scent rose yes yes we did yeah that's i I think that's so cool Mm -hmm. so yeah there's a lot of magic moments that you can do there yeah, definitely. Um, so I guess going back to the questions really quick, uh, did you ever end up staying at either the yacht or beach club yourself? I did not. Um, the only places on property I actually got to stay was at uh, Orleans um, Riverside, the um, mm-hmm. the Royal Room. I stayed there, and then oh. I stayed in the cabins at Fort Wilderness. How was that staying in the cabins? I've always been curious about that. Oh, they're beautiful. They're they're it's basically like a suite at Disney but out in the woods. So like you have like a flat screen TV, like a nice uh kitchen. Like they're they're beautiful. They really are. are. Aren't those the ones that are only like sixty five dollars a night or something like that? They're really cheap. Yeah, if you're a cast member, they're like it was super cheap. I, I don't remember exactly. It was probably like twenty dollars a person. We had, wow that's yeah that's cool it was insane so oh, yeah. if you're looking for a cheaper place to stay mm, look for sure mm-hmm. yeah and i mean for the most part as a cast member you can get a lot of uh pretty cheap rooms yeah the i would when when my parents would come visit i'd get them like pop century or um all-star movies because you can get those like dirt cheap yeah yeah if you had to, uh, well, if you had to live in a resort, if you had to live in a resort, which one would it be? 
I know Phil's answer. <sighs> yep. Uh, Grand Floridian. Mine is the Grand Floridian. Really? I enjoy, yeah, I enjoy the Grand Floridian. So I've only ever stayed at the Value Resorts. I stayed at like Pop Century and uh, the All Stars. But based off the looks, I'd probably pick the Polynesian. Um, Polynesian or Grand Floridian. Yeah, Grand Grand is definitely one that I would probably choose. Or right, have you ever been to Fort Wilderness? No, I've uh, n- I've never stayed there. I mean, I've been there. Uh, like I went uh, to the sorry, Wilderness Lodge. That's the one I was thinking of. Okay, yeah, yeah. no, I've never no. been there. Oh, that's a beautiful resort. It's so cool. You can see the animals like from the room. That's Animal Kingdom Lodge. That's Animal oh Kingdom. wait, what did you say? Wilderness, Wilderness Lodge. Lodge. Oh no, I've never been there. Oh, it's beautiful. It's it feels like you're up in the mountains. It's awesome. I'm gonna look up pictures. Yeah, I've I've haven't even been there. I I went to the Hoop Do Review, which is kind of on the campgrounds, but oh, just, that's so much fun. <laughs> it is a lot of fun. I went there. I think I went there twice during my program. No, yeah, that was definitely a lot of fun. I saw on your Instagram that you had gone there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went with uh, Amanda. Do you know her? Mm-mm. Do not. Uh, she she's got a Disney Instagram. She's a cast member with us. At, uh, Amanda's Disney Life. Oh, shout out. Um, yeah. Let's see. I'm looking at pictures now. I I don't think I've honestly I can honestly say I don't think I've ever even seen the Wilderness Lodge. Well, I know my sister stayed there when she went with some of my other family. Oh, really? But yeah, she said it was nice. Uh, but anyway, so I'm gonna get back to the questions. <laughs> uh, um. Even though you weren't able to give out fast passes, like you said, were there ever, um, I I would hope, times how you were able to make magical moments for guests and feel free to give as many as you want? There was, uh, wait, can you say it again? Sorry. Uh, Any times you were able to give magic moments to guests, like make magic moments for them? Oh, okay. So that's actually, uh, that's a good one because... A lot of times, a lot of cast members that work Bell Services, their quote-unquote magic moment is just giving out stickers. So, <laughs> so that's pretty much the that's pretty much what most people do. But there were some opportunities where I was um, during you know you you guys lived in Florida, so you know it rains a lot and it storms a lot. So there's a right. lot of opportunities where guests are stranded, like their car breaks down or they can't. The buses are, or the boats or like buses aren't running for some reason. And there's a lot of times where we have to um, like shuttle people. So I think I, I would consider those magic moments where we just personally like get into a car, or like a company vehicle, and we just take them to wherever they need to go. So that was pretty cool. I mean, I, I drove around a lot of families um, in that aspect. Yeah, that does sound pretty cool. I'm sure uh, then you got to know the families for that short drive. You got to be with them. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, not very many opportunities for magic moments. I mean, you can um, we could like recommend um, if somebody was just having a really bad trip, because, you know, the funny thing about working at a resort is you get you get people that are at the end of their Disney vacation and they are just worn out and they're just ready to like go back in the room and just like sleep. So we get a lot of people that, um, you know, they they have a lot of complaints about you know this went wrong that went wrong this went wrong and we're kind of allowed to suggest things that they can do like we can we can say like well let me get my manager over here and maybe he can um 
like take off some money off your room or maybe he can um, give you some fast passes or things like that. So we, we kind of, we can't personally do it, but we can kind of like make it happen. Okay. Yeah. That sure. makes sense. All right. You got anything else on Nope. anything else you want to say about uh, your role or anything like that, that comes to mind? Um, it's definitely a, a, a good CP role. I mean, if you're a college, a college student, it's it's pretty easy. You're in the AC all day, and you don't have to deal with the craziness of uh, the parks, which which is good. So, I would yeah. highly recommend it. So, moving on to our uh, little Instagram stock that we generally do, and we still have not come up with a name for it. Yeah, we need to, we need to think of a name. So, uh, first off, give Mitchell a follow at Mitchell Mouse M I T C H E L dot mouse m-o-u-s-e um thank you help him get up to 1200 followers he's very close yeah so um help him get there but i wanted to start out by saying that when we first got you uh we were talking in the dms we were saying that i said you look exactly like phil <laughs> like i tell you like <laughs> one of the pictures pretty quickly i was like you look very very similar to phil really first like it caught me off guard because I was like, "How similar we do? We do look a decent amount alike." Yeah. <laughs> um, That's not a bad thing. No, no, no. Yeah, good-looking guy, Mitchell. So, yeah, <laughs> it caught me off guard for sure. So that was so funny. But anyway, um, Phil, Phil can start us off. <laughs> so, uh, I I saw in one of your Instagram photos that you. Uh, said there's a walking path under the tree of life i had mm-hmm. no idea about that and yeah uh, how, how'd you find out about that so that was kind of one of the days that i just it was towards the end of my program and i knew i wanted to do as much like as much as i could possible at the parks so i just decided i was like you know what animal kingdom is supposedly the biggest park so let me just walk around a little bit and see what i can find so i went up to the tree of life and i realized you know where the you can see like the otters do you know that area yes yes yep yeah so i mean a lot of people don't even know that exists so i was like you know i think this goes a lot further and i remember walking past the sign that said um the bird path or whatever and Mm -hmm. i come to find out there's actually two paths that go right underneath the tree of life and I just kind of wandered in there and I was like, are you kidding me? I have never seen this ever. And I've been here for a year and it's like this amazing path. Then there's hardly anyone back there and no one really realizes, but you can see kangaroos in or in animal kingdom. Yeah. I saw one one time and no one believed me. I was like, I saw two kangaroos out there. <laughs> yeah. And they're like kind of, they're behind the flamingos and the only way to really see them is if you go on this like little hidden path and not only can you see kangaroos, but you can get right underneath the tree of life, like pretty much closer than you can to bugs life. And you can just take amazing pictures right underneath the tree of life. And there's even a waterfall down there and you can, you can actually see the waterfall as soon as you exit the uh, bugs life queue, you can see the waterfall. And I always just thought it was just a prop or whatever, like in the background, but you can actually go right underneath it. And I feel like so many people miss this whenever they're going by the tree of life. And then there's a, there's kind of another path that goes on the backside of it. And that's kind of like by where the exit to bugs life is. 
and you can kind of um do like a backside path and that's like where you can see like out onto like the little like river or whatever you want to call it yeah that's pretty amazing that's wow. yeah that's that's really awesome i'm gonna have to check yeah. that out next time i'm there exactly definitely yeah. have to do that. i actually saw pocahontas walking back there one day it was awesome oh that is awesome hmm. um okay so our next picture um you have a picture with sorcerer mickey is that your favorite mickey or do you like a different uh that, costumed mickey that is my favorite mickey i i think it was my favorite since i was a kid uh i came to the parks back when it was actually MGM studios and they had the big sorcerer hat. And I was such a big fan back then. I was like, I got to get a sorcerer hat. So I got one when I was a kid and I brought it with me to the DCP and I was going to take a picture next to sorcerer Mickey wearing that hat, but I forgot to bring it that day. So oh, I was man. like, oh, well, I guess I still got to get a pick. So I got to pick with them. And my magic band actually has sorcerer Mickey on it too. So. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. So working at the Yacht and Beach Club, you were obviously close to Beaches and Cream, and I saw you had a picture there. Um, did you ever get the kitchen sink when you were there? Yeah, I did, actually. Um, it was one of the things that I thought I would never try, because I said I watched that, you know, that Tim Tracker vlog about... Yeah, uh, yeah. And he, he talked about the kitchen sink, but he talked about how you have to have a reservation like 180 days in advance. And it's like super hard to get in there. Oh, gosh. Um, that's actually not true, though. A lot of people think that's true. Um, but we went in there and it was like the first week I was there. And my roommate was like, hey, you, do you want to eat at Beaches of Cream? I was like, I was like, there's no way you can get reservations there. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I know somebody who works there. And she says, like, normally during the week it's not very busy and you can just kind of like walk in and get a little table and and get a kitchen sink i was like yeah let's do it so me and my roommate and two of his friends and one of my friends went in there we all split the kitchen sink i think it was about it's like 36 dollars. so if you split it amongst you it's probably like i don't know like ten dollars each like eight Mm -hmm. it was was like less than that it was like eight dollars like a person and it was good but I would recommend getting the mini kitchen sink because the big one has all the ice cream flavors and all of the toppings mixed together. And after a while, it just becomes this like brown ice cream stew. And it's like, it's just not that appetizing after a while. Like you're like, all right, I'm over it. But the mini kitchen sink is just three. I think it's like three different flavors. So that's like a little bit more manageable. And you get to keep the to-go cup. Oh, that is really cool. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, so when you did the backstage tour, cause there was a picture of that, uh, what was your, f- the biggest highlight of tower of terror? Oh yeah. Tower <laughs> of terror. My bad. Oh, tower of terror. Yeah. Um, so you're not allowed to post pictures of it. Um, just Disney rules, but you're allowed to, I mean, I, I, I assume you're allowed to talk about it, but they take you into the lobby and you get to like sit down on the couch in there and you get to like take pictures for your own personal use of you like (laughs) next to all the cobwebs and the board games and and you get to uh take a picture behind the desk and ring the bell which was really cool and also they take you up to um the twilight zone floor you know like where the big clock is and the big oh oh, yeah and that was really cool and there's actually a hidden mickey on that floor that no one knows about oh where is it so when the elevator doors, you know how uh, you can see the, it looks like stars shimmering and they're all like 
the lights are all shimmering like right in front of you and then the elevator doors open yeah yeah right before they open the shimmering lights form like a mickey face oh interesting hmm. i'll mm-hmm. have to check that out next time yeah. i'm there didn't notice that yeah i we learned so much about that ride it was so cool it's like one of my favorite attractions all right so that'll that'll wrap up our instagram uh stalking Stalk. questions yeah. <laughs> we really need to think of a name for that yeah one. we do <laughs> um so move on to our like general yeah questions top top disney questions so, so start to start it off real quick uh what's your top three disney movies and also just know it doesn't have to be in any order no yeah just any okay your top... top three disney um so my top disney animated film is definitely the original fantasia with sorcerer mickey and i've liked that for so long I, I just think it's like a it's a masterpiece like it's a piece of art basically and my can we count are we counting like star wars pirates of the caribbean marvel sure yeah okay if we're counting marvel then i would have to say infinity war is definitely up there um but if we're counting more like classic disney i do love it's like almost a tie between the aladdin the animated aladdin and hercules because i absolutely love hercules um definitely one of my favorite disney characters yeah i i agree he's a it's it's a good movie so you said fantasia at the beginning i just had to mm-hmm. ask real quick did you get to play fantasia gardens miniature golf i i did but we played the uh the more advanced course the uh, uh, oh, the fairways, fairways. course mm-hmm. just thought i'd ask that <laughs> <laughs> so who's your favorite disney character favorite disney character um that is a hard one, but I would probably, I mean, Sorcerer Mickey's always been, always been up there for me. And obviously Woody is definitely a big one. Um, I would probably have to say Sorcerer Mickey just because of the whole, you know, he's, he was my boss, you know, working for the company. And he's, I feel like that's the most pure form of Mickey Mouse. If that makes any sense, like yeah, I feel he's that. wearing the hat and he's like the conductor of all the magic. So I think it's probably right. Sorcerer Mickey for me. Yeah, good answer. Good answer. <laughs> so what's your uh, favorite Disney princess? Princess? Mm-hmm. Probably Jasmine. Okay. Did you, did you like her songs in the in the new one? I did, but I didn't like the one towards the end where she just bursts out in the middle of like the climax. She just starts singing about how she's like, speechless. Yes. <laughs> I was like, if they would have done that song earlier in the movie, it would have been perfectly fine. I would have been like, all right, that's fine. But it, they did it right at the climax. It was in the heart of the action. And <laughs> all of a sudden, the movie just stops and yes. she's singing. <laughs> yeah, Meg's pretty cool, though, too, because I'm a big Hercules fan. Yeah, I I've always thought Meg was a cool character. Um, okay, so top two Disney songs. All right, so going back to Hercules, the um, I can go the distance is my number one favorite song. And before I even saw Happily Ever After, like I like I love that song, and I didn't even know that it was like the one of the big climaxes of the whole show. And I was like, well, oh, the biggest climax yeah. in the whole show. <laughs> and I was like this is insane like when i first started working for disney i almost started i think i did tear up because i was like oh my god i i like i made it i went the distance you know right (laughs) 
And so that that song's always kind of carried carried with me throughout the years. Um, and then my second favorite is "You Got a Friend in Me." Uh, classic, yes, a classic. Or just the maybe even the Pirates of the Caribbean theme song. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that one. All, All right. right, yeah, I'll ask the next one. My, <laughs> my favorite one. Uh, what do you What do you think, or what ride do you think has the best queue? So like best themed queue. Easiest, yes. easiest stand-in, most distractions, maybe. However, you think it's the best. The best queue. So that's a tough one because if you're waiting in line, if you're waiting in line for the mine train, there's a lot to do at a certain point. But there's also at a certain point where there's not a lot to do, like right before you get into the mine. So I would say it'd be that one. But I also really do love the Pandora. Uh, the flood of passage queue because there's just so much to look at and do. So yeah, that's... yeah once especially once you get into the the quote unquote like forest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- that's probably one of my all time favorites just because of how there's always something to look at pretty much the whole way. So I would probably say that's my favorite queue, but the easiest to wait through, honestly would probably have to be Pirates of the Caribbean. The easiest to wait through. Because it's so quick, and the music's playing the whole time, and I know exactly the cue by heart. Like, I know every turn to it, so I know exactly how long it's going to take. I will say, I don't disagree with that. It's not bad to wait through. And then once you start smelling the the chemical in the water, you're like, all right, I'm almost there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's indoors. Uh, so that'll, that'll essentially wrap up uh, today's episode. We're going to do some closing stuff, and then we'll... Uh, we'll end it. So, first off, we just wanted to thank Mitchell for uh, being on the episode today. Uh, I know I had a lot of fun. I, I think I can speak for Phil too. Oh yeah, yeah, that this was a good that episode. Was a, that was a good one. Um, hey, thank you, thank you for having me. Make sure you follow Mitchell again. It was Mitchell Mouse, Mitchell Mouse on Instagram. Uh, give us a follow. Uh, it's Cast Conversations on Instagram and Facebook. Cast Convo on Twitter because they don't want it to be a long name apparently. Um, and we also have a giveaway coming out with. Uh, new treasures untold uh check our instagram for that we're going to be posting things today or tomorrow um on our story about the rules and regulations for the uh giveaway but that'll pretty much wrap it up um did you want to say uh shout out to anyone mitchell or side anyone i mean just shout out to all my friends i wish i could say all their instagrams but one of my <laughs> friends that's uh actually a pretty big disney influencer is amanda's disney life so you got to go check her out so I'm actually in a lot of her YouTube videos. If you ever want to check that out, yeah, maybe you can send her send her our way and get her on the podcast. Yeah, we could have her on as a guest. Yeah, she probably would. That'd be awesome. Hey, well, thanks for thanks for being on. We we had a lot of fun, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Mitchell. All right, thank you. Bye, guys. Bye.